Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 286 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best. Damn. Voice in the business, Sam Matoro. My favorite quote of the day, enjoy your gaming by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, enjoy your gaming, sponsored by Zao. <laughs> it was uh, Zoa, whatever. So I, I love The Rock, but he he marketed everything but Terramana. I think he threw Under Armour in there. He threw Zoa, and mm. it was it was a little cringy to see The Rock all like that. <laughs> he would have been having to wear clothes to to do Hitman. That was. Well, rough. I mean, hey, I follow him on IG, so I know he, he's always posts. You know, so that doesn't bother me. Just that that video just felt like a little just out of place. You're there for the games and. You throw in the Black Adam. It wasn't even the full trailer. It was bits and pieces of, of the full trailer. I was like, you know, you know, you probably didn't need to be there, Rock. If uh, if you don't know what in the blue hell we're talking about today, January, I'm sorry, June 9th, uh, <laughs> 2022, we uh, had Summer Game Fest today. So we finally had Summer Game Fest, this whole hype season of pseudo E3 because E3 was canceled. Week is here. It's upon us. And uh Right in the middle of it, you know, Jeff Keighley brings on The Rock, and he's just, hi, I'm The Rock. Here's a He's just The drink. Rock. <laughs> Here's an energy drink. Here's a gym. It's mine, by the way. And oh, by the way, I'm in Fortnite. Here's oh. Black Adam. Here's, I'm in Fortnite. Here's the Iron Paradise, my gym. Here's my uh, energy drink, Zoa Company. Literally, the only thing missing was his Terramana, and he would have literally oh. had everything. That's his energy drink. Yep, exactly. Got That's it. what I'm saying. All that was missing was his Under Armour. He had everything. I just thought, okay, I thought it was an up and coming brand who just spent all their marketing <laughs> capital on getting The Rock to hold their can up for three seconds. It's his energy drink. That makes sense because he was like, it's Zoa, the best, smoothest, coolest, greatest energy drink money can buy. And I'm like, dude, this is cringy as shit yeah you know i usually love his rants that that one i was a rare miss by the rock to be fair most of summer game fest was cringy as shit today so here's the rundown for the show uh all throughout this week and even continuing as we record this it is netflix geeked week and there's five days of trailers and it's just so much to cover so we really don't have too much or really anything on the netflix geeked week um announcements if you want to check them out go find a recap online just type in you know netflix geek week recap you'll get everything in one shot next week if it's big enough i mean there was another resident evil trailer and it looked really good there's this new show called the midnight club from the mike flanagan who brought us midnight mass and the haunting on hill house that looks really good it looks like the midnight society uh are you afraid of the dark but for adults which is just cool so like there was stuff um cuphead's getting a second season so, you know, the cyberpunk anime, just go check all that out. Like Sam said, if something happens monster um, while we're recording or tomorrow, we'll have it next week. But Netflix Geek Week, we won't really have too much coverage. And then because then it would be like a five hour show. We have our picks of the week. We have trivia 11.5 for me, 11 for Sam. I cannot win tonight, but Sam can tie or take the lead. Sam will start with gaming with a summer game fest recap, the two hour show. I've got every single announcement that I was taking notes during. Um, I kind of wish I didn't. Sam will give his thoughts on the state of play from last week. You heard mine in a solo effort. So Sam will give his tonight. Capcom, they're having a showcase. Xbox having their showcases. 
We'll talk to you a little bit more about what that means. Xbox also dropped their plans for the future of Game Pass. Uh, and streaming. We'll talk about that. Sonic Origins, not to be confused with Sonic Frontiers, got a release date. Mario Strikers Battle League, got a review. I'll then bring it back for the hosting duties for us to talk about Miss Marvel and The Boys Season 3. That is a conversation, Sam. I am very excited to have. Yeah, I'm glad I found time to watch all three, <laughs> and The Boys did not disappoint. Yeah, so we will get to that after the gaming section and movies. A, a few really big things. I feel bad putting it third, but again, this is one of those weeks where while we don't have a billion stories, the ones we do have are all pretty megaton. Uh, the Joker sequel is moving forward. We even have a name. Black Adam got its debut trailer. There's a Thunderbolts movie in development. Doctor Strange got its Disney Plus debut date. And Jurassic World Dominion is going through the review machine, um, albeit... They're not being very kind to it uh, before Sam brings Uh-oh. us home with his weekly WADA. But let's start where we customarily do our picks of the week. Pick of the week this week. Movie on ne- Netflix. Um, I ho- I'm, I'm sure you'll get around to it. It's Jackass 4.5. Oh, I watched it already. Oh, oh, did you? I, I was I was late to the game and I was like, you know what? Me and Carly, let's I, I, I was just in the mood to laugh. You know, it's been a long you know week or two and. I was like, you know, it's probably a lot of, you know, same stuff. I was like, how many stunts could they do? But I was pleasantly surprised that there was quite a few bits that I'm I'm shocked that didn't make the first cut. I, the I dark shark, at, the dark shark stuff at the end was so funny. The airplane stuff. Yeah, there, there was, there was some great, I actually laughed the loudest I have all year in this movie. Like I was hysterical laughing. I looked at me like, are you okay? Like <laughs> I, I just, I, did, I just broke it. I, I forget what stunt it was, but it was. I needed that laugh, and I'm I'm shocked to see the the Jackass Forever. It's you know with the ten million dollar budget, they made over eighty million dollars. Yeah. So it, it's good to see a lot of people kind of came out to, to support the old guys, the new guys, and I like the four point five. I like the to hear the the interviews, the, the outtakes of of Wee Man messing up his lines, of just seeing Johnny Knoxville in the background cracking up, like just to see like you could just tell that they're you know they're they're like that close knit group family they're having a great freaking time torturing them freaking uh danger aaron still gets his ass kicked i mean that 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 poor guy but i don't know i, I just i really enjoyed all the extra stuff the interviews um yes uh, a little warning you you definitely see a lot of dicks in this cut i was not expecting to see that many um but again if, if you if you like the guys if you like to grow up with the cky guys i i think the 4.5 the extra stuff i really like it's only an hour and a half so it's not long you, you know you leave your brain at the door and you just watch some guys to help you've basically grown up with for the last freaking 15 20 years check it out it's on netflix jackass 4.5 yeah it's really good i still think forever was I mean, better. a little bit better, a little bit better. Yeah, but I I also enjoy the point fives. So they're all on Netflix, one point five through four point yep. five. So you can check them all out. Um, now, mine is also from Netflix, by the way. Uh, well, no, I'll, I'll save it till gaming. Um, mine is a movie also on Netflix, and it is Adam Sandler's new movie, Hustle. Mm, it's on a docket. It is. It, it's got to move to the top of your docket. It's really, really fun. I mean, you love basketball. It's yep. it's a Philadelphia based product. Love all the Sixers in it. Can't wait to see so, my boy. Uh, you know, I mean, except even even Annette, even Seth Curry. Uh, well, I guess he's a free agent technically. He'll be back, I'm sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, Adam Sandler. He like filmed it in Philly, and <clears throat> excuse me, it's 
takes place in Philadelphia. He's a scout for the Sixers. Now, what this movie is, is it's very, very million dollar arm, the scout, like those 90s sports movies. It is a very, very similar trajectory. It doesn't do anything new or special. But I remember a couple of years ago, I gave impression or we did like a wish list. I think it was for 2019. And one of mine was, I want a good, wholesome sports movie. And this is it. I got it three years later. Um, it's it's funny, but it's a drama. And Adam Sandler does really well in dramatic roles for the most part. He's not Hubie Halloween in this movie, uh, which mm-hmm. I greatly appreciate. And I just, I laughed really hard. I uh, There was one part I teared up. There was, um, it, it had a good payoff. It makes you care. Now, the person who he's recruiting, Bo Cruz from Spain, the basketball player that he wants to bring to the Sixers, is the worst actor I've ever I mean, ever seen, but you kind of give it to him. He's not an actor. He's a basketball player. He's, you know, from Spain, I believe in real life, or at least um, that area. So he English is not his first language. So, and he doesn't have like so, so many speaking lines and he never does more than like a sentence or two. They try not to expose it as, as much, but it's just great. And Sandler steals the show. He's married to Queen Latifah. It's just the most odd union (laughs) because if that was in the nineties, Everybody would be laughing their ass off. And this was a little bit, like I said, more dramatic. So he's a scout. He wants to be a coach and there's a path for that to happen. And so it's just wonderful. Uh, It's on Netflix right now. It's got good reviews. IGN gave it their old seven, uh, which is (laughs) not good old old seven or eight. Not shocking. If you like basketball, if you like sports movies in general, if you like Adam Sandler, if you liked Adam Sandler in the past and fell off like I did right around Jack and Jill, it's a good movie for you to get back in. He does a really nice job in the role. Um, so I can't recommend it enough. I, obviously, we're a little Philadelphia biased when we see our neighborhoods and our street signs and like 95 where we drive all the time. It is it is nice. It's a little bit of a bump to see that stuff. But you take the Philly bias out. It's still a pretty solid sports movie. And I, I did uh, was reading I, I think it was an insider on one of his best friends who's like in every movie the guy I was in like the water boy they was like Ugh. he went to Archbishop Ryan yep and he actually took Adam Sandler they actually went to Archbishop Ryan they they were closed because I guess this was during COVID when they were shooting and they he drove around the uh, Archbishop Ryan parking lot and he was just kind of just how he grew up where they hung out and I, I just thought that was cool that Adam Sandler was in Parkwood in Archbishop Ryan I was like oh that's awesome Adam Sandler played a pickup game at LaSalle while I was yeah. there so. I mean, it, it's that's awesome. It's neat to he's been to two of my three schools. So there's hell he might have been in my grade school. If he did, I hope he got arrested. He shouldn't be there. It's a little too far. <laughs> um, our gym is not as nice in grade school. I did it's shoot. As a three nice there. As we remember I did. I did shoot a three and make it there. But in seventh grade, for whatever reason, it didn't count as a three. Maybe my foot was on the line. Who knows? All I know is I stopped at half court one time to dribble through my legs. Just stop. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. <laughs> I, I was right there watching. There was a good nine to ten years there where Sam literally did not stop reminding me that I did it. Like, yeah. He's gotten over it. He hasn't mentioned it in, in a long time. Maybe even I almost forgot until you said it. Now, now I'm going to have to bring it back up. Well, I saw you yesterday. He, he, Sam went over to my house yesterday. We've seen each other for the first time. Well, I've seen him a couple times recently, but the first time we were to break bread together in a long time. and. And so maybe uh, maybe that's our quota for 2022. No, nah, I was gonna say we make <laughs> we make the break bread a tradition, and then we keep it going. All right, let's let's speaking of tradition, let's get into trivia. It's 11.5 for me, 11 for you. I'm gonna give you the chance to tie or take the lead first. And I thought of my question right out of my ass 
I just came up with all the answers myself and I'm very excited that I just decided to create a trivia question. So here we go. All right. <clears throat> Folia do is the name of the Joker sequel, which we'll talk about in the movie section. What pop punk band came out with an album of the same name? Fallout boy. That is correct. He said, I'm pissed. You knew it. <laughs> nah, it was pretty easy. If you, Yo, if but, you at all like pop punk, that is. But I, but you know, I'm like a, I liked the first record of Fallout Boy. Like I never continued. It was just happenstance that I just happened to know that there were, they had a weird record that one time. They have a lot of all right. Fallout Boy, very good record by the way. Coffee for Coffees for Closers is an A plus plus song. Check it out. Okay, <clears throat> I like that name. All right, here we go. What is the name of Wolverine's son in comics? Answers, please. You have A. Dakin, B. Legion, C. Thorn, or D. Forge. Okay, so like his his not like his son. not like his John son. or Joseph or Ben. It's like a yeah, yeah. There's no Frank, no Billy Bob, nothing like that. All right, can you give? Him, I wasn't expecting the names you gave, so I and I don't know. So go ahead and hit me with them again. Okay, you have A. Dakin, B. Legion, C. Thorn, or D. Forge. Well, one of them's a Halo game type, Forge. I don't know what the fuck a Dakin is, so I'm going to go with that. Dakin is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Legion is Legion is um, uh, Professor Xavier's son. Uh, Forge is actually another Marvel character, and Thorn is somebody. I forget who the hell he is. Wow, that's uh, they're, all, tw- they're all our characters. It's 12-12. I did exactly what I said I would is blow a four to five point lead. I do it like clockwork. It is what it is. I <laughs> oh, get you won the last around three, the bro. Point Come on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But we're we're deadlocked at 12 and an extra innings because we're both past 11. So now it's a race to just win by two at this point. Yep, that's um, it. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Well, I'm ready for the next few weeks. If we could finish this by episode 300, I'll be happy. I know that would be great, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, because even if I win, you're still up by one. That's right. That's right. So I would, I would have to come back crazy fast. Okay. All right. We're going to start with gaming because it, it's the biggest news. It just happened today. Let's recap the Summer Game Fest. Yeah. And so we went back and forth because it was a two-hour show. And, yeah. I, and I, uh, watched, I watched all of it. I watched everything. There's just so much stuff. And we were like, do mm-hmm. we go back and forth? Do we do this? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to. Uh, Can I say something we'll... just right off the bat that I'm pissed about that I, I saw the trailer and I was like, "What a missed opportunity!" Instead of this game, why didn't they do this? Sure. Aliens. Why not? Why not give us resistance? <laughs> why I was like, I was like, I don't want to see aliens. Like, I yeah, the movies, even the last movies, they sucked. Give yeah. me resistance. I don't care about this game. Yeah, Aliens, it's a Fox property. They got to get that money's um, Insomniac. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I, that kind of pissed me off. Insomniac just needs to do more resistance for the love of all things. Um, it sucks because Jeff Keighley bef- was like, we're going to be in IMAX theaters. You can go to IMAX to watch this show. I'm, it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to pay money to go to IMAX to see this because I'm hyped. And there's going to be so many reveals. And then like a month or two later, he's like, but by the way, Temper expectations. A lot of this is going to be already announced games. And it's like, then why did you make me go to IMAX? Yeah, I know. Pay the extra 15 or 20 bucks, whatever it costs. I feel so bad for the suckers that watch this in IMAX because it wasn't worth it. It's It was a C 
level. I'd say a C. I wouldn't even go a B. I would say it was a C show. It was fine. It was nice to kick off the the gaming madness, the hype. You know, we got the Microsoft showcase coming up and the Nintendo Direct potentially next week or the week after. So, like, we have things happening. Uh, What we'll do is I have every single announcement, but we're going to start with our top three. And we're just going to talk about the things that got us hyped first, and then we'll go over the rest in kind of a speed run fashion. So, Sam, there was one, two, three. There was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot. So we both have a top three. I'm sure we have a a couple things shared on the list. Kick us off uh, with your number three. Uh, You know, we kind of talked earlier, you know, there was a lot, you know, there was a lot of games shown, but not necessarily for us. But I felt like I had to have Gotham Knights at my number three. I mean, they just showed us what it was like a 10, 15 minute little gameplay um, of Nightwing. I mean, of course, I was already sold from the last gameplay. You know, we, we both know where we stand with Red Hood. He's he's not it. Nightwing is definitely going to be our character until they show us some more Batgirl and some more gameplay, which I'm sure they will show us a little bit more. But from what we've seen, I, I, I got to play it. I mean, I love the Court of Owls. I want to see what this game has to offer. And, you know, it's got to wait a couple more months. Yeah, that didn't do it for me. That just that one didn't didn't do it for me. That made me pissed off like we just saw nightwing and red hood for 15 minutes a month or two ago and now you start with your character profiles with one of the two people we just saw go with go with uh, i know why because he's the most popular character he's going to be of the course. most popular character of in course. the game most I get people that. have their eyes on this like, it but makes sense go with red hood because he had such a tough he was the one who drew a lot of criticisms in that 15 minute trailer yeah, or go with two- cosmic jump Go with the other two characters that you didn't even they even touched since 2020. You haven't shown us them in two years. It's time to see them. Now they said we'll do character profiles and stuff. So we'll get that. But like what a disappointing showing. And I'm sure I'm gonna play it. Of course I am. I'm gonna buy it unless it comes to Game Pass, which then I will sh- like a shill play it there. I I am now at the point with Gotham Knights where I'm just waiting for it to come out and I'll play it. My hype meter isn't where it was. Maybe that's the two years since announcement, or maybe it's yeah. because every announcement since the two years has been underwhelming. No, you're, you're not wrong. And, you know, I, I jokingly said, shit, I, I, it could have been Fall Guys. I was like, I have a fondness for Warhammer. So, like, my, my three, I, like it, to, I guess mainly it's, it's my one and two I'm, I, I think I'm most excited for. Yeah, I would imagine we probably share the one and the two, maybe even in the same spot. And we'll honestly, they, they can rotate like they could go one or two and, I, and I'm happy either way. I, I actually concur. And if, if we have the same ones, I'm guessing we do. But my number three is actually a new game announcement that I never heard of, didn't know about. Um, and for whatever reason, in the middle of the show, which was a really boring middle, something about it caught me. And it was American Arcadia, and it's a uh, it's an indie title, and it's like got the blocky looking people. I, I don't know how to explain it. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The rough edge yeah. drawn, and they live in this forty seven square mile or seventy four square whatever it was. I think forty seven square mile city where everybody is under constant surveillance from like a live streamed audience, and they upvote and downvote what they like about the people in the city. And if something goes wrong, if they get like enough downvotes, then I would imagine they 
are put in jail or maybe worse. And then you have one of the guys trying to escape the city, but there's cameras everywhere. So he has to try to escape. And uh, the, the nice mayor turns evil. And I just thought it was a really unique premise. It reminded me a lot of like the Harry Truman show, but in gaming and a lot crazier. I like the platforming. There was a part where he like jumps off of a diving board into a pool. I, I just really enjoyed the aesthetic. I liked the premise. It was unique. And it's probably only going to be a few hours, which is good for me. I don't know what other platforms or what platforms I should say it's coming to. I missed that part of the announcement. I hope it comes to Switch. That seems like a perfect place for me. Um, I like my smaller experiences there. But wherever it is, if it's $20 or under, I think I'm all over it. It was really cool. And I'm actually excited to see a little bit more. My number two. TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Same. That it looks could be, like you said, could be my number one on any given. Yep. Like exactly, like one or two, one or two. I can, but there's a. I guess I think there's a reason my number one just kind of edges it out a little bit. But uh, this game looked beautiful. Casey Jones looks so freaking awesome. The animation, and I, I think it was only forty bucks. Twenty five. So that's like to me. We're gonna get it as steel. I, I used like I think you said it was digital only. For now, yeah, there's going to be physical versions of it through a third party. I forget if it's I am 8-bit or limited run, but they'll get it. The collector's edition, very overpriced. But if you get it, remember, I don't know if you remember back in the day, um, I don't remember if it was one of the NES games or if it was one of the Genesis games. But uh, for one of the old Turtles games, if you pre-ordered it or if you actually I just think if you bought it, it came with a personal Pizza Hut coupon. For a free personal yeah, pizza. Yeah, I remember. They're bringing that promotion back. Oh my god. If you buy, I don't know if it's any physical edition or if it's the collector's edition in particular, but you get a free redeemable one. It actually works. Um, one of the one of the PR people or marketing people, whoever it was, on the team doing the game at Tribute uh, said, like, I had to work my ass off to make this a reality. So that's just a neat little touch to the old games, which I always Love appreciate. That. Yeah. Um, I agree. This was another game. It, it got announced last year, maybe even in 2020, but I think 2021. And it said it was going to come out in 2021. It didn't. It got delayed. It's now summer. We all were waiting and waiting and waiting. There were so many behind the scenes videos. April O'Neil gets announced. Splinter gets announced today. Casey Jones gets announced. So that was amazing. He looks great. I called that, I think on a previous show, I said, Casey will absolutely be playable. I think it was when April was announced. Um, but then we got a few more features as well for this game. There's going to be six player mode, just like the X-Men arcade game. I cannot wait for that because I don't have five friends, but I would imagine you can put in like five AI companions and play it by yourself. I think six players is going to be madness. Now, is this cross platform? Uh, that's a good question. If the online is cross platform or not, I didn't look that up. That would be very cool because then obviously if I get it on switch, you can play it on PlayStation, but I'm not going to be getting it on switch, Sam, because day one Xbox game pass. Let's go yeah. i mean you you can't beat it i mean I, i'm i thought it was 40 so to know that i'm only gonna have to pay 25 you know 30 with tax or whatever like dude i that's nothing like i that's an instant buy well that's the digital i bet you the physical will probably cost more for packaging and shipping and stuff like that. i bet you you'll yeah, I'll, probably I'll, I'll pay keep an eye on that I'll, 40 I'll bucks 
I don't remember what the if Streets of Rage Four or anything like that did when they came out with their physical. I don't remember if it cost anymore. I think it was twenty nine ninety nine instead of twenty four. I I don't recall, so I apologize. But this game is coming out in two weeks or less than it's coming out in one week, June sixteenth, um, which is awesome to know because they did that with Streets of Rage. Everybody was like, "When is this game coming out? When? Why don't we have a date? Why don't we have a date?" I'm frustrated. I said, "Wait a minute." For Streets of Rage 4, they didn't announce the release date until two weeks before it launched. So have a little bit of patience. You will be rewarded. And now we are. In one week from today, we're going to probably have impressions. I will most likely have at least an hour's worth of impressions for our episode next week. And that's mind-blowing. And I love it because I get to play a version with like achievements and stuff. Not like I care so much about achievements because I created a new Xbox tag. Um, so, I, and I don't have a single friend on it. I just, so achievements don't really trophies. I still like to, to go after. So maybe this is a PlayStation five buy. If it's only 25 bucks, once it goes on sale, you, you can probably see me picking it up on all platforms. Every single thing imaginable. I do that sometimes like rocket league and all of the Lily Mo games. I, I just, I like to, to, to support our developers, you know? Um, what was the one thing I was going to say? Oh, uh, for those who don't know, right now, Xbox One and PS4 for this game. I'd imagine down the line there may be a PS5 like free upgrade to maybe uh, add some sort of you know rumble. I, I don't think they use the triggers a lot, so I don't think haptic feedback would really be a thing. Or maybe if there's some frame rate issues or something, they'll give us a, P- a free PS5 upgrade. But again, if you own a PS5 or a Series X or S, you can just get the one version of the PS4 version and play it on your new console. So it's not really a problem. So definitely, definitely excited about this. It looks so beautiful. I think the $40 game you're thinking of is the Cowabunga collection. Cause that one is 40. That's it. Yep. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So that, and that one doesn't have a release date yet, which is bo- bothering me. That's like 13 turtles games in one package. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is great. June 16th. So a week from the time we're recording this so six days from when you're hearing it, Casey Jones gets announced. He looks just like he did in the cartoon and Xbox freaking game pass day one. Give me all the hype. Um, I, I, I almost hate that it's my number one cause it's such an old game, but I had to go with the last of us part one coming for the PS five. We got the release date. We got the whole bundle, but I think the reason that, it was pushed to my number one is I, I texted you, I believe last week about it was Dr. Disrespect just played and beat the last of us. So I was already itching to play the game, just watching him play. Just it's, it's been a little while since I played it and I'm, I'm itching to get back and, you know, and, you know, the show's coming next year. And, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. So perfectly. I just got to wait a few more months and I can play it on the remastered PS5 made remade from the ground remade. up. Yeah. So that's I even mean, better. I mean, it took longer. It's like, yeah, I'd rather than be maybe working on Last of Us 3 or Uncharted 5, but I, I am excited. It, it does look good, and I guess I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go back. So Neil Druckmann joined Jeff Keighley on the stage to end the presentation, and or the show, I should say, and that's all well and good. Um, I appreciate it. That was cool. Now, I like that this was a very state-of-play announcement that they didn't. They made it a bigger thing, yeah. um, and there was more than just this by the way, game that leaked three hours before Summer yep. Game Fest by PlayStation themselves. Uh, by the way, it showed up on PlayStation's website for sale. That's that's horrible, though. Like you want to talk about that? Neil Druckmann made a joke about it, and he was 
you know, but uh, you know, you put all this work into it and, and then it gets spoiled, but it was announced, not announced, but it was rumored. And all the insiders said this months ago that this was a thing. So like, it was pretty much the worst kept secret in gaming. Um, but there were some updates that went along with that. I love that they're naming it The Last of Us Part 1. A lot of people call it The Last of Us 2, and it's just not. It's The Last of Us Part 2. So now you have both parts of that story, which tells me that Druckmann, at the end when he said, I'm working on something different, is working on Part 3. I mean, The Last of Us Part 3, I think, is almost a sure thing. I don't think we'll see it for four years, maybe. But I think it's a sure thing. Yeah, I think uh, Uncharted will be first. Uh, something he is working on a new project he said so we know that he's doing something I mean, he's the co-president of naughty dog now so of course he's doing something but he came he took the stage he gave a sales update for the last of us part two said it sold over 10 million units which is nice to see i would expect i would have expected closer to 12 given that a few months after launch it had already sold eight so the sales momentum for this title like slowed down substantially but i think that that's a lot to do with they never released an actual native ps5 version they just came out with some ps5 enhancements um and then on top of that you know a lot of this game a lot of the last of us part two crowd the haters are gonna hate 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 and so i think a lot of the last of us fans um already played it and bought it so i think maybe with this remake this part one maybe that'll sell some more copies of part two because the folks that haven't yet all seven of them um, we'll want to play part two as well. So that's good to hear. We got, well, I'll talk about the game and then we'll talk about the other announcements that Druckmann and, and the team at Naughty Dog had kind of announced. Um, Last of Us part one will be coming September 2nd. So it's very, very close. Uh, the images, the still images online of this game, they didn't look crazy different. It wasn't until I saw it in motion on video in the minute and a half trailer that I really got. Okay. This is definitely, definitely an improvement. The lighting, the, the, obviously the fidelity, but like the, uh, the textures, the, the detail, there's a lot that's going to go into this game. And then you have on top of that things like a, you know, enhanced AI enhanced combat. Um, I don't, they said a faithful remake. So I don't know about like different story mechanics, but 60 frames per second locked haptic feedback the trigger support the dlc left behind is included so we have that i don't know if they're going to weave it into the story or make it separate again who knows probably separate but this is a remake from the ground up a la you know resident evil 2 remake or tony hawk's pro skater one plus two is probably a better example cool. um, but we're getting this and and as much as this game is less than a decade and it was remastered for PS4 only a few years ago. Da, 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 da. It's one of my top 10 or 12 games of all time. I'm more than happy to throw my $70 like an idiot down for this, even without factions and no multiplayer. It's a pretty easy decision for me. I just love this game and I love this universe. Question. Do you, th are you think they're going to upgrade the fighting mechanics? They said that there will be combat enhancements closer to The Last of Us Part Two. Okay, awesome. So, I, mean, I, I appreciate that. I feel like that was the obviously the one thing missing from the yeah. game. Yeah, the combat was little, was a little stiff. I mean, I'm a little pissed. I'm gonna be spending seventy with tax, eighty bucks again. But you know, we're schmucks. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about the nicest. You know, part have of ha have it for PlayStation Three, Four, and Five. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right too. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy to do it. I mean, I've bought Bioshock 
every year. Like every time it comes out, I bought it. I mean, it's just what it is when you love a franchise. And Bioshock never got a remake; it just got a bunch of remasters. So it's like, yeah, I'm dumb. I bought the Switch version, and I bought the PS4 version, and I had the Xbox 360 version, and the horrible PS3 version because it's my favorite game of all time. And you just support your favorite games. So I'm all in on this. It's what they're doing is they're using the same voice files from the first game. So Ashley, uh, Ashley Johnson, Troy Baker, they did not have to go in to re-record any lines of dialogue, but what naughty dog had said and specifically Druckmann was they now have the technology to go back and to be able to take their performances and with their mocap and the PS five and the way they can move facial animations and things like that, make it closer appear closer to the actual performance they gave in their mocap as opposed to just a kind of blocky PS3. Although that yeah. game that game holds up so well. It still looks great even on the three. Um so it's just going to be more detailed around the face and the mouth and things like that. And Joel looks just definitively better. Ellie looks her face looks thinner. Her her face looks different. I mean like of all the characters shown, she looked the sameish um, she is a younger girl. There's not much like facial hair or like, oh, you know, kind of wrinkles. And she's a teenage girl. So I can understand that. But like Bill looks different. The clickers look fantastic. Um, the lighting in some places looked a little dark. Um, and so I actually thought that like the PS4 remaster in some places, they did a lot of side by sides, looked a little better. But I think that's one of those things where once you're in game, it'll make a lot more sense. So. It, again, September 2nd, we're only three months away from that. You know, July, August, September, less than three months. So we're going to be playing this game right around our episode 300. And that's really exciting. I cannot wait. We will have impressions of that as soon as we possibly can. And uh, Sam and I have talked for a long time about doing like a, a bonus episode of just The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2 and just talk about it and spoil the shit. We never have done that. And so I think like this could be a good opportunity for us to just go ham on the franchise again because it it's so deserving. It's one of the greatest video game worlds ever. Yeah, and it's and it's not too long of a game, you know. I don't, it has fifteen been, hours, twelve to fifteen hours on your first playthrough. I'd say. Yeah, so, so you know, I I think it'll, we play it maybe for like that first hour or two, then I think everything is going to come back, and I I think we'll 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 get through the game pretty fast. Yeah, I, I, I God willing. Plus, I love watching speed runs of the first game. The second one's got so many loading screens that it kind of, kind of hurts yeah. me a little bit. But watching the Last of Us one speed run on Grounded by uh, Anthony Caliber. Yeah, um, oh my, he, he's 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 an, an absolute animal. And dude, and how it's going to play on the PS5? Oh my, uh, I can't wait. So to be able to watch his Last of Us one part one i'm sorry speed runs on ps5 or it's gonna br- like breathe fresh air into the the last of a speed run and so like that's gonna be super fun i can't wait go back and watch anthony caliber's agdq i think it was maybe sgdq of 2021 i think uh he did the last of us new game on grounded and it's just I, it's such a great you want to talk about yeah, precision aiming and maneuvering around enemies and knowing how they move and just one hit and you're dead. So it's like, it, it, what a great, great speed run is the last of us one. So check that out. But they also gave some more updates on other things. We know that factions, I wasn't going to be shocked if factions 
would have been a, a pack in with this and they would have finally unveiled their big multiplayer suite included it in this give us a little bit more value but no they're naughty dog they know that they can sell them both i think somebody from nintendo came along and said guys listen to how we do business we sell fucking everything um so like yeah they're gonna they're gonna give factions its own release its own 70 dollar release they don't call it factions yet they had a lockdown in quotes on a tweet so maybe it'll be the last of us lockdown or something like that i, I don't know uh what the n- name is going to be because we don't know but we do know it's going to be its own game quote as big as any of our single player games unquote and it has a story mode it takes place in san francisco with a whole new group of characters and we'll learn more about it next year so a lot to unpack there yeah. but I kind of made my number one all of the Last of Us stuff. It wasn't Same. just the game. It was just everything Last of Us. Uh, but then we have an update here on the show. And the HBO show wraps filming to the, today, the day you're listening to the show on 610. So the last day of filming is June 10th. Um, Neil Druckmann directed an episode. He shared a screenshot of that. He said, you'll hear more about this very soon and chuckled. So... We know it's coming in 2023. We know TV shows take six to nine months right about that post filming to really come out. So this this smells this smells like a March, maybe a February release. Um, I think February is probably the sweet spot. Maybe they fit it into Jan, but I think we're going to see this show in February. And I think we're going to hear more about it with a teaser. Uh, I would say September at the PS5 showcase if they have it in September. Um, or maybe right around that time. Maybe they won't do the the the, the teaser there. Maybe, but it'd be right around that time is what I think. And so, uh, before I go to the last piece of big news about the show, and if you want to say it, go ahead. The casting choices, go for it. But um, anything you want to comment on around the show so far? Well, I I just wanted to touch that he, you know, of course he's going to say this, but I, I, it's always good to hear that he said the chemistry between um, our boy. What the hell is his name? I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, Pedro he's playing Pascal. Joel. He's Pedro playing Joel. Pedro, Pedro Pascal and our, and our girl. I don't heard from Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm blanking on names. Just Bella Thorne, I think, or something. Bella, Bella, Bella Ramsey? No. Bella Ra- Ramsey. Well, that's her character's name. But we'll do it. <laughs> but I, it, it's good. He said their chemistry was just as good as Troy's and Ashley's was. So, like, obviously, that's good to hear. I'm, I'm, we're, we're sold on the show. Like, this show has so much potential. It's on HBO. They have all the money. They're, they have, you know, they're able, they're going to be able to show what the clickers can do. I'm excited as hell. Her name is Bella Ramsey. She plays um, oh. uh, the Mormont person. Mormonty. I, I, yeah. I was blind. Ramsey is Ramsey Bolton. So you're thinking of the from Game of Thrones. I had, had the link right in front of me. Jesus. Bella Ramsey is her name. But yeah, anyway, Bella Ramsey, yeah. uh, she looks good. Pedro looks good. I mean, they look really fun in the role. If if you're listening to this the day it comes out, I mean, go to uh, our Facebook or I'm sorry, our Instagram story and you can see what they look like. If not, Google it. You'll find the images where you need. To and find I'm them. also excited. To see, uh, Gabriel Luna, he's playing Tommy. And he yep. was uh, Robbie Reyes on uh, Agents of Shield's Ghost Rider, so I'm interested yeah. to see his performance. It's going to be a lot of fun. But then they came out and they said, "Well, you know, we didn't feel right making a Last of Us TV series without these people." Surprise! And Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker walked out, and that was really fun to see because that is Ellie and Joel from the games. Troy Baker voices Joel and, and Ashley Johnson Ellie, and so um, it was announced that they have joined the show, but not as just a cameo. Not as just a, oh, this is pretty cool. 
They joined the show in full-time roles, uh, yet to be discussed. We don't know who they are, but they are actual recurring characters in this series. Do you think he's the bad guy that play was that Noel North played? Oh, Dave. Yeah. Or yeah, was that his name, Dave? The Cannibals. Yeah. That's what, like you don't think they could put that's a twist who, on that? No, that's who I think he is all day. Because I don't okay. think they're going to bring in Nolan North because they would have put him on stage today. Um, Unless he's too busy finishing have? up Uncharted Five. Why wouldn't they have? You know, Troy Baker was does a voice in Uncharted somewhere. Somewhere didn't he play Sam? He's Sam, yeah. isn't he? And the fourth one, yeah. My, my brother, brother Sam. My brother Sam. <laughs> <laughs> when you came over last night, I wanted to intro- I wanted to when I opened the door, I'm like my brother Sam, but I didn't open the door. I was cooking chicken parmesan. Uh, so that's it. That's our top three. Anything else you wanted to mention about The Last of Us before I do a quick speed run of the other stuff? Just pissed that I'm going to have to spend seventy five hours on it. If there is something you want to slow down and stop me on when I say it, just gotcha. stop me. I, I I have a couple tidbits. All right, cool. Street Fighter Six kicked off the show with a trailer featuring Guile, and he actually looked great. He looked very, good. Comb looks good. Hair's good. I was very excited. That, I thought I was very much looking forward to the show when that's how they opened it. Yeah. But unfortunately, I was a little disappointed because they followed up with an alien strategy game after that. Yes, that alien. Sam mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, Callisto protocol got gameplay very, I mean, this is dead space is dead space. It's from the dead space creator and his team. It is as dead space as dead space gets, although it's not a dead space game. Very, very much a spiritual successor. We then got a call of duty, modern warfare gameplay. It was so fucking long. We got a full level and, uh, so much for Jeff Keighley on the game Awards saying we won't put any Activision games on our stage because fuck them. Well, and he, he, played, he make, played it the longest. And he didn't even make it one event. And yeah, it was the longest besides the last of us stuff. It was the longest flashback Two is coming in winter. 2022. We got re reveals for Witchfire and routine, which is coming to Xbox game pass. That looks actually pretty cool. Robots horror. You get the deal. Um, Fort solace is coming out. That's an indie game uh, made by the guy who voiced somebody in red dead and Troy Baker. Uh, so that's cool. The Rock talked about his energy drink. Uh, Outriders got new content. World Slayer. Stormgate was revealed. I think that was Frost Giant, but that comes in 2023 as a beta. So it's probably a 2024, 2025 title. High Water was revealed. I couldn't tell you. It was, oh, it was an indie game. Somebody was on a raft. I'm over it. American Arcadia, which I talked about. Goat Simulator 3 is coming this year. They're skipping two. They're just going right from Goat Sim to Goat Sim 3. That's funny. I thought that trailer was going to be uh, Dead Island 2. So did everyone else on Twitter. And yes, they got us. They got us good. I think Sam's probably going to want to have something to say about this next one. Midnight Suns has been re-revealed. I called this one as part of my Game Fest predictions. It's about the only thing I got right. Uh, and uh, Spider-Man and Venom join the game. Spider-Man is voiced by the same kid who played him in the 2018 game. It's coming October 7th, and we still got no gameplay. No gameplay. I th- I thought it looks terrible. I don't like it to look at all. I think Venom looks stupid. I, I just do not like the, his look at all. This right now is a hard pass for me. It's coming to Switch as well, so it's going to look even worse um, at, yeah, a, at a later um, date, I'm sure. It's going to be a no for me, dog. It's an RPG. I think people are going to get behind it. I think it's going to sell well. Uh, I will not be one of those sales unless it comes to Game Pass. I'll try it because I'll try anything. 
and Marvel has put games on Game Pass before. Guardians is on there right now, and so is Marvel's Avengers. So like you can just go play those. But Midnight Suns didn't catch me when it was announced at the Game Awards, I believe it was, or maybe even last year's Summer Game Fest. And it didn't catch me today. I was pretty bored by it. Anything else on that? No. That's it. Cuphead's DLC, The Delicious Last Course, got its gameplay reveal, kind of. I mean, it was an actual full boss fight. And so, that like, boss was hard fight. as shit. The whole game's that way. That's the cool oh part. Oh, my God. From boss number one to the last boss, it's that hard. And it's so, that's why Cuphead is one of the most frustrating games and why I am just banging my head against the wall. But it's like the fun kind of hard. Uh, it also, when you die, in the original game, it gives you a progress meter of how close you were to beating it. So like when I'm at the very end and I die and then my guy goes all the way to the end of the meter and I'm like, I was two shots away. It just kind of makes you want to play more and more. But June 30th still for that. Uh, Neon White got an update and a release date of June 16th. That's a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Midnight Fight Express got an update. That's coming August 23rd. That's made by one guy. (laughs) No, well. It was being made by one guy, but then Jeff said it's made by one person who then brought on more people. I'm like, Danny's not made by one person. Yeah, dude, that I literally wrote one guy. Then I said, why mention it when it wasn't one guy? <laughs> like, what the fuck did you? Like, I don't know. I, I was like, he, he's got to word that better. Keely, Keely was a little, I won't say a snake. He was a little shit, little shit bird this whole time. And uh, he, he slipped up a few times. And he, well, he does this fucking thing where he knows that like. He knows his prominence in gaming, especially especially to like journalists and even the casual public. And like when they had Druckmann out, he goes, yeah, you know, the things you posted and, you know, what I saw behind the scenes. I'm like, why'd you say that? Why yeah. would you why would you rub it in our face that you get the privileges that you get? I know you played it. I get it. I know you've seen it. I get it. Do you have to like throw it up there that you're better than all of us and you get all this cool stuff? No. No, stop being an elitist prick. So there's that. But thanks for the show. Uh, what else? Uh, War. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Warframe got an update. Honkai Star Rail got an update. We talked about TMNT. One Piece Odyssey is coming this year. The Quarry got its launch trailer. That game also is out right now. Um, it's made by I think Supermassive. It's the team that did Until Dawn, which is one of the better games on PS4. I love that game from a story and like immersion perspective. But this is another one of those. It's the '80s teen horror come to life with David Arquette this time, and it looks cool. Uh, it's scoring pretty well actually. Nightingale got a gameplay update. Saints Row got a demo where you can build a character. So cool. Uh, maybe you have something to say here. Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide got a trailer. And it, it looked decent. Warhammer will always be a warm to my heart because growing up playing that damn game and building them figures, painting them. And I, again, I, I some of the games are good. I'm a little rusty. Dawn of War is probably the last PC Warhammer game I played. So we'll keep an eye on it. Pissed off here because Bloober Team showed up and everybody was r- mentioning and rumoring, well, we're getting a... Uh... Uh, it's the Silent Hill 2 remake. It's the Silent Hill 2 remake. We even were dumb enough to report it on this podcast that a Silent Hill 2 remake might be in the works by Bloober Team. And it still might. It still might. But they did uh, They did announce their new game, Layers of Fears, coming early 2023. Not to be confused with its prequel, Layers of Fear. Are you really <laughs> going to name it 
with oh, an S on the end. There's light. So here's what the real deal is. It's layers of fear, layers of fear two, and layers, layers of, fears. of fears. So like, why not just put a three on it? The next sequel will be the layer of fear. <laughs> <laughs> a single layer of fear. Oh my God. It's, it's pretty rough. And then it ended off with Gotham Knights and the last of us. So uh, there's the entire show. We went through it all. A C show with yeah, C, t- C plus C plus. And, but for me, the top three that I gave are all very, very, very good. Without the last of us, this is a D show. We're buying all of our top threes. Um, depends on the price for that. My, for the American Arcadia one, but yeah, pretty much. And, uh, you talked about it last week. I didn't get a chance to finish that episode yet. So I still have to catch it, but I did watch PlayStation state of play. What'd you think? And I, I thought it's, it started off. I, I thought kind of like good. I was like, Oh, Resident Evil four remake. Awesome. Like, that's great. I like, I like that. I was like, okay, maybe this is going to be a banger. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't get any spoilers. I got lucky. Um, but that's, you know, it, it started to stutter because I'm, I'm not a VR guy. I'm, I'm not going to get the VR. I'm not going to drop 400 on it. I, I, you know, when you had your own place, we got to, you know, I got to use it. It was cool. I liked it, but it's not something I'm going to go out and buy. That's not me. Um, mm. We got to see some gameplay for Street Fighter Six. I always had a little bit of crush on Chun-Li. That was my girl. Um, I, it looks good, you know. I think it looks good, but I feel like this was like a lot of VR. I was not expecting to see this much VR. Well, they um, said it's going to be third party in VR, so I hope. That. Oh, I didn't. I just thought it was third party. I, I didn't. I didn't see the VR. Okay, yeah. um, maybe you might like this game, Stray. Um, I'm not a cat. You, yeah, I'm not a cat guy. Yeah, you know, e- even if it was a dog, I don't think I'd be necessarily in it. Um, a lot of the the future skater shooter was it Roller Dome. Mm-hmm. Nah, I thought it looked okay. Again, not my style. Eater Knights, a dating action game. No, thank you for the apocalypse. Anything Walking Dead, I'm over it. Uh, Season Letter to the Future. No, thank you. Um, the Callisto Protocol. I, 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 I thought it looked okay, but I don't think I'm going to go out and buy it. But the one that I there's a shot of me actually getting it, which you could probably guess. The last one left. Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, I thought the trailer was pretty fun. A lot of people have some issues with it, but I think when there's a fan base involved, the fan yeah. base is going to have issues where the casual viewer or, you know, far observer like myself on Final Fantasy thought it looked pretty fun. Yeah, so did I. I, I thought it was going to come out this year, but it looks like it's summer of 2023. So I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I, that was the disappointing for a lot of people. Every A lot of people yeah. thought this was a this year game they kind of were like talking like it was going to be and then they that's a pretty far push too. summer is like june to september like yeah there's a wide range there so that's a little disappointing to know that it's not even early 2023 but i'm gonna skip it regardless so i don't care but i understand the frustration for some folks yeah i mean i think i may i think i may wind up pick it pick it up unless i see some gameplay that i don't like but from just playing the final fantasy 7 the remake and I feel like this might be the one that kind of hold me over until we get that part two, because now probably part two is not until 2024. So I'm, I'm interested overall, you know, could a little weak for state of play, but they did have two games that I, that at least had my attention. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't have to go over mine again. If you want to listen to my thoughts on that, listen to last week's 285. I will say before we move on to the next story, a little bit of breaking news. And this is just for me and the three people that listen to me when I tell you to go listen to a band, uh, a will away. We had Matt from the band on the show. They've been probably my favorite band over the last, I don't know, five, six years have just announced a show in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 25 minutes from where I'm sitting. And I'm kind of like. World Cafe Live? No, Silk City Diner, uh, right across from Yards Brewing on Spring Garden. Oh, Uh, interesting. I've never been there. August 21st, which is not great time-wise because that's my daughter's first birthday week. um, And I think we have plans that night. And it's on a Sunday. Oh, then that might actually be the good thing. That might be the good thing because like, that might get me there. I'm, I'll go by my damn self if I have to. I have, I don't want to will away to turn into Ellison, where I've always loved them but never saw them live, and then I'll regret it for a decade. But yeah, dude, a will away coming with Sleep Cycle and Mighty Tortuga. I'm psyched on that. It'll probably be like fifteen bucks, and so like that's just I'm I'm all in on that. Go listen to a will away; they're really good. Capcom is having a game showcase Monday, June thirteenth at six p.m. Who the fuck has these things at 6 p.m.? That's so I mean, late. What it is kind of late, but you know, after work, it's something I know that I can probably catch. That's the state of play was at 6 o'clock. The Nintendo Directs are often at 5. <laughs> like, what are we doing? A lot of the, the E3 ones are 12. And like Xboxes is at like 1 in the afternoon, which is cool. But like 6 o'clock, that's like when we start to put the kids to bed, unless you're over, because then they stay up for two extra hours. Uh, but yeah, Resident Evil 4 Remake is already confirmed to be there, which is amazing. We're going to get a bigger look than we did at the State of Play. I'm sure we're going to get another character for Street Fighter Six. My vote goes to Cammy. Um, if you don't know who Cammy is, she's the one who, whose ass is hanging out. And she wears like camo. Mm-hmm. Um think from street fighter she came in in like ultimate street fighter 2 i think blonde with braids and stuff i think because in the background of the opening trailer you can see guile and her very very small in the background so if they announce guile at the summer game fest i think cammy will be the next one so we'll probably see that we'll probably see monster hunter rise sunbreak um i maybe dragon's dogma but they said uh again released games so i don't think we're gonna get anything like a new Mega Man game or something crazy like that the last showcase was kind of beat i mean maybe, I'll, I'll take another devil may cry maybe this is where we get the la- the village the resident evil village dlc who knows if we got a tease for D- dmc6 i'm sure that you would go nuts but they said it's i think 30 or 35 minutes so there's going to be some meat on the bones so uh if you're into capcom games which i'm huge into capcom games sam's one of his favorite franchises of all time is a Capcom game uh, in, in devil may cry. So check that out Monday, June 13th, 6 PM Eastern. Uh, we'll have it covered on next week's episode. If you miss it now, reminder here, the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase is this Sunday, June 12th with a follow-up show on Tuesday. And that's the new news. We haven't reported yet is they're doing a follow-up show 90 minutes. I believe they said, on Ooh. Tuesday, June 14th, at I think 2 in the afternoon, something like that. But it's going to be all new footage. There will be zero things shown at the Bethesda Xbox Showcase on Sunday that will be shown again on Tuesday. So we're talking new gameplay, new trailers. Now, from my understanding, 
no new announcements. Maybe they'll make some game pass announcements and stuff like that. Um, if they don't have time to do that on the main show, but if you want to see Starfield, if you want to see Redfall, if you want to see probably avowed and halo infinite, you know, season three or whatever, or maybe some deals, whatever. If you want to see gameplay Tuesday afternoon, you're going to get it. And I'm very, very excited about that. And what I also think might be there is GoldenEye because, uh, Oh God. Yeah. That's getting announced on Sunday. I had put that as a pie in the sky prediction. And then the next day, all the achievements leaked on Xbox's own website. So we're getting the GoldenEye either remaster or the original game. My thought is the remaster. We're getting that 100%. It is being announced on Sunday. And I wouldn't be shocked if we see five, 10 minutes of it uh, on Tuesday. As yes, well. please. Yes, please. It'll come to switch as well. No PlayStation, but it'll come to switch. So Sam has to now purchase one of these two consoles. It's just a thing. This is GoldenEye we're talking about here. Thanks for crapping down my throat. (laughs) Xbox also gave us an update for their future plans for Game Pass and streaming. And this is big. And this is a something that we've actually reported on in the past for the first thing I'll talk about. And then the second thing is a pretty big counterpunch to Sony and their PS Plus lineup. But the first thing is... The smart TV I'm looking at right now is a Samsung TV. Well, guess what? Uh, I can now download an Xbox app on my uh, smart TV. My Samsung smart TV had to have been, I believe it has to have been made in 2022 or beyond. Um, And there's going to be an Xbox app and you can get game pass games streamed through xCloud right on your freaking TV. No need for a console. This is, what Xbox was saying, they want you to just play their games anywhere possible. You can now do that on a smart TV app. Of course you can. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Now it's game streaming. I've said before, I'm anti game streaming. It's not something I'm interested in, but I'm thinking the folks that can't find a series X, this is perfect for them. Perfect for them because that's all you want. You can play sea of thieves and halo infinite. And all this stuff. So if you have a good internet connection and just can't find um, a Series X, it's great for you. Now, the thing here is, I want people to know this because I don't think this is pretty well known. Um, a lot of televisions actually have a LAN port in them. I don't think people are aware of that. It's an Ethernet port. You can take an Ethernet cable, plug it right into your TV, right into your modem. You don't have to do the Wi-Fi connection on a smart TV. So like, if you were looking to stream games, that's how you do it. That's just a little hat tip out there. Look on the back of your TV. You might not even know it's there. Check for an ethernet port. Little life hack. That's, Oh shit. I should probably say the other thing too. Should I, there was something, uh, dropped and is currently dropping upstairs. I don't know if y'all can hear that. But I heard wife, that. That's why. That's why I paused. I didn't know if if we were going to cut there. No, no. My wife just dropped. I think every single baking sheet we have in the house. Oh, dude, that's why you paused. Like, oh, we're going to cut here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we fuck it. You know, we keep it. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if my kids wake up from that, but that's okay. Uh-huh. The other thing is Game Pass Ultimate members are going to be given game demos a la PlayStation free trials. You know, they're getting the two to five hour free trial post launch. The thing with this is it's a demo pre launch. Cause you might say to yourself, that'd be pretty dumb because game pass. You just get the game already. Why would I want a trial of a game? I already yeah. get, 
no, my friends, this is going to be a demo. So they're going to be curated specifically for the pre-launch people. I believe the developer is going to be paid even more and compensated for them. So like they have incentive to do it, which is cool. Um, so this is like Xbox's. Hey, Sony, you want to give game trials after launch? We're going to give them before launch. Eat that. So do I think it has as much weight? No, because again, Sony just has better exclusives right now. But I think it's a very cool thing if you're in the Xbox ecosystem. So a good time to be an Xbox gamer, except for not having things to play right now. Uh, yeah. Which is well, which, PS5 which is having could, the same. Point. Well, 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 well. It could very well change on Sunday. The the showcase is Sunday. True, it's going to be a big one. Just give me banjo. Give me Goldeneye. I'm set for two years. That's it for me. Playing Goldeneye online. I was going to just, just, just honestly, just Goldeneye. I think's enough. Can we go back to that real quick? Can we go? I'm staring at my Goldeneye in 64 cartridge right now. Can we please? You can always go back, bro. You could play it at your house. I could play it at mine. And we could have <laughs> Who fun. Thought? Who would have thought in 97? We could do that. It's a cool thing. I'm psyched for it. Sonic Origins got a release date of June 23rd. This is not Sonic Frontiers, the open world game. That's, I think that will be delayed into 2023, but they still say 2022. Origins is that collection of one, two, three, and Sonic CD that you can play as Knuckles and play as Tails and all that cool stuff. Um, it's a little too expensive for my taste. I think it's 40 bucks. I think that's way yeah, too much. It is. That's what I saw, 40. Yeah, I'm going to wait until that game is $14.99 on sale, and it won't be too long. Like That game will get on sale pretty quick and then i'll jump in uh, i'll get the switch version uh, maybe the ps5 version but origins june 23rd if you're an old school sonic fan now you know and the last story we have in gaming we got a review of mario strikers battle league and it is available right now i'll have my impressions next week because um, i'll have the game by, probably by the time you're listening to this it'll be in my mailbox mario strikers battle league is part skillful soccer part ruthless brawler and almost always a complete blast to play. If you've only played any game in the series before, I'm sorry, if you've played any game in the series before, there won't be many surprises in store for you. And the roster is small, but the game mode is, uh, I'm sorry. And the amount of game modes is definitely disappointing, but what's there is incredibly fun and incredibly replayable. I'm impressed by the online mode, uh, as well as it sets the, sets the stage for a ranked playlist that I look forward to grinding my way to the top of. An eight? Yes. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> yeah, so um, eight, eight. I've, I've heard similar things, and I've heard, you know, the content, the amount of content isn't great, but the, uh, the uh, quality of that content is bar none, second to none. So this is another title they've, promised a lot of post-launch content there are rumors of anywhere from six to ten additional characters which i feel would be even at six would be good 16 characters for a soccer game is is fine um one of my predictions for the nintendo direct is we'll get the first one and it'll be daisy and so like there's that um i would love a few more single player modes uh just would truly love that give me a season mode or something where i can go through with a team and just play 16 random matches against other computer teams and just have some fun with that. I would really, really love that, but we're getting free content. People don't like that. People don't like the drip feed post launch, but it's like, you know, I understand that. You know, I don't love it either, but like, 
I recently picked up Super Rush again, Mario Golf Super Rush, because I was in the mood to play a golf game. And I, while I won't say it's fantastic, I will say it's a lot more fun now than it was at launch. So they're doing this for the longevity. This is going to sell a boatload of copies, and they're doing this, you know. So it, you know, in December, you're still playing it as opposed to moving on to something different. That's all. Nice. Um, all right, let's move on to TV. We're an hour and three minutes into the show. I knew we'd go long again. We're it was just- it was a me- it was a meaty gaming section. Bro, I, I just knew it. We had a really good thank you to everybody who listened last week to our monster two and a half hour episode about Stranger Things and Obi-Wan and all that because it was our most downloaded episode in a long time. So thank you. We appreciate the new listeners. If good. you are new, it does feel good. And we got some even more crazy stuff. I've been doing a lot of the talking. I'm going to hand it over to my friend Sam for his impressions. I'll come in too because I've seen him too. Yeah. Uh, the first three episodes of The Boys Season 3. Yeah, I wasn't know if I was going to be able to watch these three in time. I did because uh, Kelly's rewatch and we're on season two. But I did find time to to sneak in the first three episodes. And again, they they find a way to push the bar when, you know, you think you've seen it all on TV. And then you see another man go up another man's. You know what? If you saw the episode and I, I you, you almost have no words for it. it this it, it this. This show is absolutely insane. I, 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 it has to be a blast to shoot this. Like, I don't know how they keep a straight face some of the times because I, I think this is absolutely hilarious. I mean, Anthony Starr is Homelander. Like, I, I think he he deserves some type of recognition just just playing this damn character. I, I think he's hilarious. Um, I, I think everyone. I, I loved all three episodes. I don't, I don't think there's there's a, a bad apple in the bunch. Each episode had something. You know, everything pushed the story forward. You find about this different variation of Compound V, um, some awesome characters of older heroes. Uh, Sean Patrick Flannery plays Gunpowder, which is freaking hilarious. If you saw Boondock Saints, he's it's him and uh, um, Norman Reedus. I said, Will, well, Willem Dafoe's in it too. I said, Willem yeah. Dafoe thinking <laughs> yeah, it was Norman I, Reedus. I get, I was wrong, but also I was right for being wrong. But it was funny though. I liked it. Yeah. I'll accept it. But I don't know. I, I, I love this show. I Episode 4 drops tomorrow, t- today, as you're listening. And I one thing I could say that I like is we're getting um, a little bit more of the deep. And, you know, you and I, we, you know, he's one of our favorites. It's always good to see his character. And it's, it's so funny watching, watching Kelly watch the boys. She's like, what the hell is going It's so weird. And <laughs> the deep and him being a creep. And it's this show is freaking wild. Like this show is, is, is unique that this show is like in its own category. I like, um, I know that one show on AMC got canceled out preacher. I know that was pretty bloody violent, a little bit of the same vein, but this, but the boys, they take it to the umph degree and what they're able to do. I'm, I'm, I'm still looking forward to the sixth episode hero gasm. Cause I hear it's the craziest thing ever shot on television. So we're almost there. Uh, I, can probably I can guarantee you when this is done, if Greg doesn't use it, it's definitely going to be on my pick of the week. Just it's a hard R, so just you know, kids. I don't I don't know. Maybe watch it first for you for you let them, but that you definitely got to check out the boys. Yeah, it's really really good. It is restoring my faith in the franchise, and uh, you know, season two just wasn't my favorite. It wasn't that it was bad; it just wasn't memorable. It didn't stick with me like the first season did. Maybe part of that was because it came out in 2020, right in the middle of 
that were right in the beginning, I should say, of this crazy world we live in now. And there was still a lot of adjusting and who knows. Um, but it just didn't grab me. And now when you lead off your season with this new hero who's an Ant-Man clone, um, the hell was his name? Uh, uh, Termite, I think it was. Something like that. It it was wild. It was wild. <laughs> and you knew exactly what was about to happen. And, uh-huh. and you're not mad when it happened because you wanted it to happen. And it did. And it was just the greatest payoff. And it was so funny. And I was raffling, as the kids used to say. Uh, just wonderful. Butcher's great. Huey's fantastic. Starlight is not my favorite this season so far. It's only been three episodes. Erin Moriarty just doesn't bring it in this season like she did before. And she's got a pretty major storyline going on right now with Homelander. So I uh, that's a little bit disappointing. They put Mother's Milk on the back burner for an episode, and now they're they're starting to bring him back into the fold for good reason. I mean, really there's like- a lot of characters. They they they're they're juggling so much. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if you don't get it to one character, like you just said, the next next episode he comes in, he has a little storyline. Yeah, and you know, Soldier Boy is he? You know, Jensen Ackles has not disappointed so far in his albeit short time on screen in these yeah. first couple episodes, but just really bringing it so far. Very very funny. Um, the AOC character Newman, she's great. Um, I, I, I just I love all the storylines. There's not one thing. You know how in Stranger Things I said two thirds of the show is just kind of boring to me. Yeah. Um, even though I still loved it, I, the, those I don't have that right now. Every I, I single like, storyline going on right now is intriguing. Everyone, I, even the, the the flashbacks where you got to get to see Black Noir. Like you know, that's a character you really don't know shit about. So like they're they're really showing you a little bit of everyone. So it was good to get that little bit of backstory from him. Yeah, pre the seven Black Noir on his other team payback, and you know we won't spoil of the other things that happen with him. But there's a character, you know, there's a storyline involving him in a past thing. It just. It was just great. It was all all great. I was loving it. It was one of those shows where I'm glad they released three episodes at once, but I wish they released two at a time moving forward because it's like the show uh, to me where I don't want to just watch one. I'd love to watch two. Yeah. I'd be satisfied, but I would love to watch two. Now we got to wait every week just to watch it. But I mean, it, it is, is fine. Let this let this carry us into Better Call Saul. I'll be okay. And Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things and Better Call Saul. I think it'll be over or right at the finale when Better Call Saul hits. Um, Again, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't watch The Boys. It's just as funny as as it ever was. It's super gory um, in a good way. Yeah, the hardest offer we could give. Yeah, and uh, um, what's the last thing I want to end on? The... The Deep, I'm very happy that he's a more prominent role this season. We both begged for that. And Homelander, Anthony Starr, is just so perfect for the role of Homelander that he's um, he's nuts. He is is teetering right now. That's that's a good word to put. I was going to say the biggest wild card, but I think teetering is the is even better descriptor because you literally have no idea that he's about to break. And uh, dude, he he really and I just love like he, when he was given the uh the, his one speech of you know I'm I'm just a man I make mistakes he's saying the same thing over and over you see his eyes like it looks like he's going crazier and crazier and I'm like oh he's gonna snap oh, do, you know, do you know that what that's a parody of uh not offhand what was the 
God, you might remember. What was the Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper country music thing movie? The remix, something with a, a star is born. Star, a star is born. Yep. Uh, and I, I never, I never seen it. Me neither. Ashley loved it, but uh, there's an interview cycle that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga did re- leading up to the film, and Lady Gaga in every interview did the same interview. She did. She said the same exact thing. She said about oh, wow. a dozen times, and she said, "If there is a hundred people in a room and ninety nine of them don't believe in you." I'm just glad that the one person that did was this guy right here, Bradley Cooper. And she said it like a dozen times. I bet you there's YouTube compilations of her in the interview cycle for that movie saying that a million times. So that was actually a nice little riff off of of that, um, which was cool to see. The one thing I will say, and I do not mean to get political with it. I mean, the show is very political in nature, and it's a satire of everything, but politics are very much included. They have an AOC character. The one thing I was thinking, and I haven't heard this anywhere but I believe it could be true is, and maybe, maybe people are talking about it. I'm just missing the discourse. Homelander's Trump. A hundred percent. Homelander is Donald Trump. And I want people out there. And again, not to get into like a political discussion or, or a, uh, um, like policies and pro person, just watch it for yourself and see if you agree. And if he is not Trump, they're trying to make him a Trumpish personality. And I thought that was pretty unique because I'm excited to see where they go with that and if they kind of stick that landing and just kind of where Homelander goes. A train is taking a little bit of a backseat. I'm not loving his storyline. Um, maybe we'll see more with another character they introduce uh, who is a speedster as well. So we'll see all that. But it is vintage, the boys. It reminds me much more of season one than season two. And to me, that's a good thing. Give me it all. Uh, let's move into the next show. We're going to talk about episode one and only episode one dropped June 8th on Wednesday, just 24 hours ago. So it's hot off the presses. Um, a show that you have shat on. I'm excited to see if you still shit. what do you think of Miss Marvel? Yeah, it's, no, it's, it actually surprised me. I, I didn't expect uh, to like it as much as I did. You know, I, of course I, I did have my nit, nitpicks. I will, when, when she backed up in the driving test to the car, I just thought that was stupid as shit. Like I'm that's, tired of saying it. That's the I'm, science I'm, teacher from stranger things. That's right. That's right. It is. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I would, that was the only one that like took me, like, the only bit that really took me out of it when she did that. I was, I'm just so tired of that reverse I'm back up. I'm, I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm fucking sick of it. It happens probably once every 2 billion people. But other than that, for, for not knowing, you know, too much about, you know, Camilla Khan and her powers and kind of where it's come from. But, you know, you could definitely tell the, the showrunners that, you know, they, they took their time with this show. They, it was very, um, I forget which run that they kind of stuck close by. I can't see that, but I, I did like, Again, I, I don't know nothing. I, I I'm not really excited for the Miss Marvel, the Marvels that she's going to be in it. Marvels, however you want to say it. It's but Marvels. For, yeah. Marvels. So, but for the the first episode, I it did not disappoint. It had my attention. I was not staring at my phone. It had some heart. Had some humor. Some you know, it got some corny stuff. That one stupid scene. Other than that, I I think they're all actually off to a good start. It's only six episodes, which is you know another shorter. Um, series here from from phase four from the Disney plus Marvel stuff. Um, you know, again, it takes place close to home. It takes place in Jersey City, you know, right near not right near Philly, but it is in the tri-state area. So that's always cool. 
um, and not like in the heart of New York City. It's it's again, it's that lighter fare. I won't say it's a kid's show because it's not. It's just stylized to all hell. And I want you to know, and this is me speaking to Samuel Elizabeth Matoro, not not the audience. <laughs> this is when I tell you I love high school teen drama shows, even as a 34-year-old male, Degrassi, The O.C., uh, uh, Never Have I Ever, The Sex Life of College Girls, all those shows that I just enjoy for being just fun drama shows and high school this is why, because they're fun. And if you just stop giving a shit, and this is back to the general audience now, if you just stop giving a shit about your make and model, AKA you're just a dude. Um, and you can just kind of get past that and just enjoy TV for what it is. The OC is top tier television. Degrassi like it or not is D level television, but I love it. Like it's a, uh, this is another one of those examples as to where a, a show. It doesn't matter. The, the age group. It doesn't matter. Do fucking grown adults watch anime and visit Disney with Mickey Mouse ears. I don't want to hear it's meant for kids anymore. Um, it's just a fun show. And ironically, it's the highest rated Marvel show of the bunch. And it's only been one episode. And that's where I'll be like, guys, it's been one episode. Like let's, let's cool the jets on the tomato meter. But I love that the critics are loving this, which is a great sign because I loved it too. I love the style. Like I said, the stylization, there's a lot of hand-drawn things and like the goofy comic book panel type stuff that you'd see in old Batman stuff. I love that. There's a spot where she does a, in a, a tribute to the Avengers and Hawkeye's bow is a rubber band and his arrows are thumbtacks. And I thought it was just great. And this is the ultimate show, the ultimate show besides maybe WandaVision where you look in the background for stuff. And I love that. I'm not looking for Mephisto. No, 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 no. I'm looking for fun Fuck little yeah. Easter eggs. And this is where like new rock stars and Ryan Airy and Charlie will come into play with their Easter egg videos because they're going to pick up stuff that I never did. It has a post credit scene on episode one. And that was a cool post credit scene. If you've seen a recent MCU film again, no spoiler. So I won't go into which one that is, but there's just so much to love about this uh, story about the characters about Kamala in general. She's great. Um, I, I really do enjoy it. I'm so excited. So, so excited for the next five episodes and, uh, Hopefully they can stick it. I really hope I don't see Brie Larson. Um, this is kind of where I'm probably going to end my time with this character because I have zero, just zero interest in the Marvels. Um, Carol Danvers and, and Brie Larson, just, they, I just hate that casting. I hate the character. I hate it. I like Monica Rambeau. She's fine. And if she shows up on this show, great, let's rock. But I'm, I'm kind of good after these six episodes. Very good so far. Off to a really good start. Um, before I move on to movies, quick hat tip. IGN scored for All Mankind Season 3 a 9. Go watch mm. that show. Do yourself a favor. It's the one of the best shows going. You owe it to yourself. For All Mankind, Apple TV Plus. Season 3 starts today. Go check it out. In movies, The Joker the sequel has been officially confirmed, and that is by the director. What is it? Todd Howard, right? Or something? Jason Phillips. Todd Phillips. Thank you. Todd Howard, Starfield, Bethesda. Uh, Todd Phillips came out and said, it's happening. And oh, by the way, we have the receipts. We have uh, the title. Folly ado. 
And you know, again, uh, I'm I'm gonna. It's a movie. I still think that I still think we never needed the movie. I even though I did enjoy the movie, I still don't think we need a sequel. But we're gonna get a sequel, and I'm, again, I'm still gonna say it. I assume that it's still going to be on its own. I don't know if they're going to try to shoehorn it into uh, Pattinson's The Batman. I I really hope. I really they don't hope do that. not. I really I, hope not. Dude, I, I again, you know where I stood. I, I never wanted this. I again, I, I liked it. He's he's a great Joker. I think Heath Ledger's still my my personal favorite. I mean, I'll, I'll still see this opening weekend. I mean, obviously, of course, like again, thinking of a movie from a movie that had a budget of fifty five to seventy million dollars, it made one point zero seven four billion. So it makes sense. Hey, let's make a sequel. Maybe a, a seventy to eighty million dollar budget. Keep it low again and. You know, and see what happens. Well, King did a good job. You know, maybe try to bring in more villains, or, or I, I don't even know where you go from here. To be honest, like I, I don't even know what to expect. Is there? There's not like a Sinister Six equivalent for DC, right? Well, there's the Legion of Doom, but the Joker. Is Joker a part of that? Nah, Joker really isn't a part of that. But uh, I'm just, that's what I'm trying to say. Where do you go with the Joker? Like, do, do you like do you lead it into the Batman movie? Like, I, I don't know where they go from here. I think it could be no. The, that Joker is much younger, so I, you know, and he's not truly like formed yet. So I don't think they will. I think uh, it could be just two hours of him in his jail cell monologuing. I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, it's probably the city. He breaks out and you know forms some sort of thing i would imagine harley will show up at this point and it could be just a romp i, I don't know i where do you go folly ado it's that double entendre of two do being two in i believe french um two for the being a sequel and two for two people so i think i think we're in for a harley quinn and we're going to get like our 19th harley quinn after our 35th Joker. So I agree. I don't think this is a movie we need, but when you make a billion dollars to your, you've made this point for years. When you make a billion dollars, you're making two movies. It's that simple. Um, I, I hate that thought. I hate that it has to be the way it is, but this is the way that's just the way it is. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, black Adam got a trailer. It's weird. We're talking about this an hour and a half into an episode for a debut trailer for a film we're both looking forward to before I kick it to you. I want to say one thing before I forget. This is not a reflection on how I thought of the trailer. I just thought all these DC movies, this one included the filter they use on the film is very yellow. And this is just like another very yellow movie. And I'm just weirded Hmm. out by that, but I will leave that for you to say, what'd you think of the debut Black Adam trailer? I think you uh, saw it 53 times on different places. I, I, I think I only saw it, I think I only watched it two or three times. I don't think I watched it too much. And the Again, ha- like, and, and that cut up weird one today at Game Awards, or Game Fest. Yeah, and I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like the way it was cut up, to be honest. Yeah. But that, that's just me. But the trailer, I at, at first take, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. They didn't show too too much. They they gave you a little taste of kind of what the black at what obviously what he can do. I just really hope they kind of keep him bad because I, I I think they they're going to because he has to face off against the Marvel family. He has to eventually he has to fight Superman. So I don't want him 
as long as he does this movie and he doesn't become a good guy, I'm I'm happy. Is he more of like an anti-hero though, or is oh, he just no, straight? He's, he's I mean, it, I, it, and I use anti-hero loosely. It's like anti-hero slash villain. That's how yeah. I, I would do Black Adam. How are they going to turn that into being a protagonist? Like, what's who's I, worse? I just want to see him whenever he gets his powers, he gets reawakened. I just want to see him wreck havoc for a little bit. I want to mm-hmm. see him wreck havoc. I want to see Pierce Brosnan try to kind of reel him in. Who looks um, good, by the way? Doctor yeah, he, he, the, the little tease. You know, again, when he was put on the helmet, I was I'm hyped as shit. I cannot wait to see him as Doctor Fate. But it looks like it's him and Hawkman as like OG justice society and all the like you know um the hell is his character's name adam smasher you know cyclone i don't know about i know a little bit about adam smasher i so it's like are they trying to form a, a new justice society did the old members did old members die or did they leave so i'm interested to see you know what this movie's going because from assuming i, I forget it was what president said if it obviously if it does good they want to expand the Justice Society to bring, I guess, more members to obviously Black Adam 2, appearances in 3, or what have you. But I think the trailer did enough to get people hype. I mean, it's, it's The Rock. He's got fucking gazillion followers. I mean, is, the bar for me is Rampage. As long as you ain't Rampage, he should be good. It, You know, he said he was made for this role. He's been trying to get this movie made for over 15 years. His passion is there, his heart. He, as he always says, he's the hardest worker in the room. And, you know, I, I like the casting and I, I will definitely see this opening weekend. Uh, is, this is a different JSA than Stargirl, like completely different members, right? Or is it? Well, like, is- well if, if you think Stargirl in, in, in the time where, where she gets it from was Our Man, you know, Dr. Fate, Dr. Midnight, you know what I mean? Like it was during that's that's the Justice Society. Yeah. But one I see it's coming out October 21st. So. Thankfully, I'll be able to see it. That's the week before Baltimore Comic-Con, so I will have to see it that first weekend. So, mental note. I think you would be anyway. I, 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 if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> hey, a will away. There you go. It's August, August <laughs> hey, 30th. You, you see what I did there? I definitely did. Or August 21st. But anyway, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I thought it was fun. I think Dr. Fate was, you know, we heard him speak. We saw him put the helmet on, albeit very quickly, with the very quick cut at the end. Oh, dude, he hit all of... Like Dr. Fate had all of 1.7 seconds screen time. We got some stills afterwards and stuff like that. If you're right now, listen to this when it drops the episode, uh, go to our Instagram story. You can see a picture of all the new Justice Society of America, Cyclone, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, and Adam Smasher. You can see them all in costume. So you got that. Um, it didn't show Cyclone or Adam Smasher or even... Well, there was a little bit of Hawkman in there. Yeah, no, they, they were there, but if you blinked, you missed it. Right. Um, I mean, he caught a firework or whatever it was. A, a rocket. Rocket, whatever. He caught that. And, like, you know, his gets his powers from the same god as Shazam. So they, their lightning bolts look the same. Their costumes kind of look identical except for the different colors. You know, this is a very, very... This is the type of movie that brings all of that together. It could bring in Superman and Shazam who operate right now in the same universe, but in kind of separate places, kind of be the film that brings this all together. And we can really start to find uniformity in our DC properties instead of them feeling like they're all kind of different one-off movies that take place under the same umbrella, but on different rainstorms. So like this is, 
This is good. I, it's so weird to me that every DC movie just looks yellow. It just looks right. like there's a little bit of sepia filter, just like turned up to five, not a hundred. You can just kind of see it. And if you see the trailer again, take a look and just see if it looks yellowy to you. Uh, but that's not a, again, it's not like a reflection. on. And real quick, the, the rock is our best shot of getting Henry cable back as Superman. That if we do, if he does come back as Superman, it is because it is because of the rock of him pushing because physicality wise, you know, Henry's, you know, I assume he's still Jack because he's still doing the Witcher. So I would just love to see them to go at it. We also know, too, that Henry could get a free lifetime supply of Zoa or whatever it's called. He only does muscle tech if you follow him on IG. Uh, I do. And <laughs> or, I or, his, that, or his so. rosemary water. I forget what he drinks. I am so sorry to Henry Cavill and his dietary <laughs> needs. Uh, anything else on Black Adam before we move on? Yeah, let's move on. All right, what do we got next? We got a Thunderbolts movie is in development very, very early. Don't know too much about it, but thought you would all care to know. So it looks like Jake Schreier is going to be the director. I offhand, I don't know what the hell he did. Jake Schreier? Yes. Guess what? I do know. He made that Paper Towns. Hey, he made Paper Towns. That's got Cara Delevingne, who was in. Yes, you are correct. um, What's the face? She was in just uh, Suicide Squad. So, and he and he also directed. uh, Oh, Robot and Frank. Oh shit! With uh, Frank Langella and Susan Sarandon. Yeah, I remember when this came out. There you go. See, you know when we know when we got him. We're there. Okay, you know Thunderbolts. I'm I'm interested. You know, I'm not obviously the biggest Thunderbolts fan, but you know again. Possibly having, you know, Baron Zemo as the leader. Maybe you can actually use the real ta- uh, Taskmaster, Winter Soldier, U.S. Agent. So there's, you know, Yelena Belova. So there's some stuff that they could do with the Thunderbolts. So I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, I, it's one of those things where it's like, why wouldn't you be? You know, who cares? I say, like we always say, we support all the Marvel, DC. We see all we support all the superhero movies. As long as this isn't a Sony joint. In a Sony Marvel joint, I'm okay with it because Sony Marvel films just yeah. don't do well. I and mean, you're you saw, good. It's just Marvel, baby. You saw Morbin Time come back to theaters and make eighty five thousand because old people at the office thought that Twitter was serious, and it just goes to show you that the people talking on Twitter do not reflect the masses. It doesn't matter. Twitter is a a fraction of what actual real people care about. No one cares about Morbius. It's just. But- gone. We could have a little hiccup. Hold, let me confirm. Well, we're getting the Eric Pearson's doing the screenplay, who is doing Thunderbolt screenplay, who did Black Widows. I don't know. I feel like I would have. That was me fake choking, by the way, everybody, not like throwing up on a or like, you know, doing other things. Um, Black Widow, I feel like I would have liked it 10% more if it just came out a decade ago when it should have. Uh, yeah. So yeah. maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Yeah, and he did screenplay. He co-wrote it with Max Bornstein of Godzilla Kong. He's got some, you know, uncredited rewrite of Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, Endgame, Infinity War, Pacific Rim. So he's definitely done some rewrites. He wrote Thor Ragnarok with Craig Kyle and Christopher Yost. So oh, he's, I, you know, he's got Mar- Marvel for since Agent Carter was the first Marvel thing he's done. I went back and watched Godzilla vs. Kong a second time recently, and boy, is it boring. Not it as is. good as you remember? Oh, 
It is boring it, as you, shit. You, you only have it's the monster fights. That's, that's all it. you. That's, that's you it. literally fast forward to the fights. Once it's done, fast forward. Oh, the, it's the done. The fights were great, but man, that first forty minutes or whatever was rough. Like mm. sandpaper on the butthole. It was rough. All right, really sandpaper anywhere. That's that's really where mm-hmm. we're at. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will be available on Disney Plus a lot sooner than I would have guessed, and this is where I'm going to watch it. June twenty second. So only two weeks away. If I was that, like you, not expecting that fast. I mean, well, when you make nine hundred and thirteen million dollars worldwide, I mean, yeah, you know, throw it on Disney Plus. Why not? Yeah, you already made your money. That's what I'm saying. You're good already. already. Yeah, and there there are people like me who have been very much wanting to see it, but just didn't uh, for a multitude of reasons, multiverse of reasons. And I'm definitely excited. Although I feel like I know a lot of the cameos now. I feel like I know a lot of like one like, is gone like moments i think a lot of, but for just from being spoiled and stuff but i don't know the context behind any of them so i think there's still merit to me seeing the movie because i don't know what zombie strange is doing there or you know what what he said i just know that he's there and i think he dies i think like and i don't remember why so a lot of this movie will still feel fresh and like not like it is spoiled like wait like no way home if you found out the things that happen in that movie, then it kind of sucks. Uh, if that gets taken away from you, this, I don't really have the context behind it, so I'm still good. Uh, so June 22nd, I will watch that day one and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Jurassic world dominion is out now and it is getting panned by critics. Although although IGN had some nice things to say about it. While Jurassic World Dominion is most certainly not an, an uh, I'm sorry, an imperfect addition to the Jurassic Park franchise, particularly with the rough presentation of some new dinosaurs and its lack of faith in its audience's intelligence, it manages to introduce an impressive marriage between ever-present nostalgia and the constantly evolving challenges of having prehistoric creatures roaming free in our world. Characters new and old keep the film flying high, even if some of the Claire and Owen stuff makes the plane engine sputter now and again. Seven? Yeah, guess what? Of course it is. It's the safe bet. It's a seven. Well, I mean, looking at Rotten Tomatoes, I see 35%. The movie before it was 45 or 47% of that, and that was uh, Dressed World Fallen Kingdom, and I thought that was utter garbage. Critics are saying this is even worse than that. I mean, I'm seeing it Sunday, so I, I will let you know. So it's either going to be a pick of the week next week or it's going to be on the shit list for the end of the year. So I don't think there's going to be an in-between. I, I have hope. I'm excited to see Jeff Goldblum, obviously Sam Neill, Lars Dern, all the classics. Chris Pratt, I don't know. I'm kind of over Chris Pratt a little bit. Until he, until Guardians 3, then give him another shot because I'm not looking forward to him in Mario. I don't know. I'm not feeling proud of Damn, moment, he so. went all the way to the Mario movie. We haven't even seen a trailer. We haven't even heard I, his voice yet. And and I don't know. I think I've just, I just seen too much Chris Pratt over the years. He's he's in too much shit. Like, slow I, down. You don't, you don't got to be in every fucking movie. I won't disagree with you. I would have actually probably preferred just Charles Martinet, who voices Mario in the games, to do it. But that's not a big enough draw. Like, Mario yeah. fucking needs one. But anyway... But uh, I'm also good. It's good to see BD Wong's also in this movie. His name's on the credits. Hopefully, it's not a spoiler to anyone. Like he's on the main cast, so it shouldn't be a spoiler to anybody. He was in Delete uh, Genesis and the Dinosaur Program of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. I I have to say it. It's what two hours and twenty minutes. I gotta say it. Jurassic World presented by Verizon Wireless will never leave my consciousness. 
I, again, that is just the worst product placement. The Jurassic World, albeit a good movie, if I see Verizon or Starbucks, I'm just like, can a dinosaur just step on the location? Yeah. <laughs> because that was the worst product placement. It was worse than Zao or Zao or whatever. The hell but, I, but before I say it, I really hope this is like the last like Pratt in this. Like Even like the OG people, like if you're going to continue, start something new, you know, the, good callback. I don't know. It doesn't look like even the OGs could save this. The last two movies of the franchise, it's going to make money because it's freaking dinosaurs. We're going to see it. Yeah. So you're getting, well, you're getting Pratt in Thor next month. He just got cast as Garfield. So you're going to get him there. So Pratt ain't going away. He's got another Netflix movie coming out at the end of the month, which it it looks okay. I forget the other, the other actor and it's the guy I like more than Pratt, but he's, he's all over the place. I thought we'd be here for two hours again tonight, the way we were going, but a nice, Hour 35, Sam, bring us home with your weekly WADA. Oh, weekly WADA. Okay. This this game, it's actually not going to stay in the collection long. I'll be sending this game and a few others to our boy Dom, Dominator Comics on IG. So a couple of my games will be on Golden's auctions. Uh, Gold, yeah, they're known for, you know, mostly sports memorabilia, but they've been branching out to, you know, video games, comics, um, VHSs. So the video game I have today is... PlayStation 2, X2, Wolverine's Revenge. Came out in 2003. This is a 9.4 A-plus seal, made and printed in USA. And this has the free movie ticket to see X2, because this was released to coincide with the release of X-Men 2, X-Men United. Um, This features the voice acting by Mark Hamill as voice uh, as Wolverine. This was one of my trivia questions for you a while ago, even though... Um, Hugh Jackman is on the cover so whatever reason he just did not decide to come back to do the game even though um, Patrick Stewart is Professor Xavier in this game I played this game a little bit it was actually better than I would have fucking ever thought I don't think I did have the first edition with a movie ticket but I did remember having it uh, IGN gave it a 7.3 out of 10 not surprised Game Informer gave it a 5.5 out of 10, and Metacritic gave it a 58 out of 100. I mean, I, I think that that's about right. Um, and what I did with sealed video games, I would say prior, like, maybe a prior round, I guess, beginning of 2020, I just, you know, bought a bunch of sealed games and set a bunch off to WADA, and they were so backlogged. Like, I think this this game was one of the games that took, like, two years to come back. So it's the ones where I remember I just shipped and just basically forgot when they showed up at my doorstep. I was excited. So... Um, I basically remember just playing this because X2 was my favorite X-Men movie still to this day. X2, I, I, I think is the best. I, I freaking love it. Um, I think if, if you go back and give this a shot, I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's horrible. You know, I think Mark Hamill did a good job as Wolverine. I mean, always be the best as the Joker, but, and, and this was the first, uh, party Y scene with the Sony security label and tear strip, but that was your weekly WADA X2 Wolverine's Revenge. Everybody, that was episode 286. Next week, possible Nintendo Direct. Recap of the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Strikers Battle League impressions. More talk on TV shows. I'll have for all mankind impressions. Ah, like, what a crazy world we live in. Don't miss it. Cannot wait to bring it to you. We'll see you next week on episode 286. Fucking diabolical.